Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. This is episode 334 on the Get Married Podcast. Did you say 34? Oh, yeah, I did. 374. <laughs> it's 374. I've got no idea. Um, we're sharing a microphone today. Our mixer has decided to die. So this will be interesting. Yes, yeah, so we're back to our roots when we always shared a microphone instead of having our own. Uh, you know, technology just doesn't really last, does it? I don't know. Or maybe it's us. Maybe it's user error. You know, we always doubt the technology is probably user error. Or maybe we didn't care for our um, little mixer. Enough. Anyway, here we are. Uh, I'm excited about today's episode. We're inspired by a recent episode. What were we listening to? No, no. I was inspired by uh, an interview and it was Josh Homey from um, Queens of the Stone Age, which is a band that I don't really listen to, but Damiano listens to. And he said something that really caught my attention and it was that confidence breeds confidence. Yeah, and I really like this idea. And also panic breeds panic. Which I think we can all kind of relate to. I think we've all had moments where... That you're going through something tough and you have a decision. You can either choose to let the hardness, let the worry, let the anxiety take over and then that's what is bred. <laughs> and if you're amongst other people and you share that with someone else, that stress, then, then they begin to panic and they begin to get worried. The great thing is is when the other person decides, no, you know what, we've got this. Well, I think like we are like, I see it so obviously with you and I, Carla, where like, you know, I'll feel really good and then Carla will have like a moment of like, no, everything is terrible or like, you know, really stress out and then I will like catch it, like I'll catch her stress and vice versa. Like you can catch motivation and you can catch stress. So, I mean, I'm not talking about, you know, fake, you know, pretend it's all well when it's Mm. like actually you should be stressing and like taking some action. But I think it's like, okay, let's acknowledge reality. All right, we need to make a change. Can we do it in a stressed out way, in a panicked way? Or can we do it in a I'm excited and motivated, let's make this happen way? Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's the ultimate way of overcoming that stuckness and that panic and that everything's going so bad feeling. Like take a step. Like taking some kind of action really does help breed confidence because when you feel in that panic mode and then you just don't do anything, it's like, well, Mm. if you just stay there, you're going to just stay there. If you're not taking action away from that situation, 
and trying to make a change, then of course you're just going to stay in that panic mode. But if you can kind of take a step out for a second and decide, okay, well, let's just focus on my next step. What am I going to do about this now? How am I going to get myself out of this situation now? Then you take that step and then that kind of breeds that element of motivation and confidence. Mm. Yeah, it's like sometimes you need to have that confidence to just take that next step and then like everything changes. It creates all the momentum, as you said. Mm. <laughs> this is so hard, by the way, sharing a microphone. We keep like coming in and then going out and then going in. Uh, normally we're like able to just bounce. Yeah, but maybe it's also good because now we don't talk over each other. I don't know. We would like some feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed that we're not talking over each other as much? So, I mean, I feel like we should use some examples of situations where we've had this. Do you have one? (laughs) No. (laughs) We don't have an example of where panic has bred panic and confidence has bred confidence. Well, as I'm pretty sure it's like everything we do, to be honest, any project that we do. I will feel really great and then I'll come over and you'll feel really stressed and then boom, I feel stressed. Like that's the perfect example and vice versa. But I think uh, it's really important to acknowledge when you are like the stressor of a relationship perhaps, like it's interesting to know, oh, like I can really create the other people to feel this stress. So if you're the motivator, sometimes it's like, oh, kind of that's my job to like keep us motivated but I think it's better when it's like more balanced like if you have like a working partnership it is better when it's balanced and you both kind of jump from stress mode to to motivator mode yeah like the idea so you like share the roles so you're not always the one who's pulling the other person out of the dark hole I like this idea I mean I feel like I feel like we do this pretty evenly. I'd probably say you probably pull me out more often. Uh, Emma's nodding along. She's like, yes, I do. But I'm pretty sure the other day I did it too. <laughs> like we were messaging each other and I was like, I- yes, but I'm going to interject here because I was feeling really good. Then she was feeling really stressed. And then she pulled me out because she was like, oh, whoops, my stress went on to Emma. And I was like, yeah, did Carla. That's your responsibility. But as we said, it's also, you know, when you run a business or when you're working on a project, you need to be, you know, you you need to be mindful of all the areas. And if you have goals, you know, it's great to be positive, but it's not great to be fake positive. You need to have like reality. You need to have reality on your mind where like, okay, if we're talking about a business, this is the facts and the figures. You can't, you can't positive think your way out of that. You need to take action. However, I truly believe that positive thinking will help you take action as we keep on saying. So I think this is the point. It's like, how can we use optimism to our power? How can we, in a team or in a partnership, really emphasize the importance of confidence and know that like, if you're confident, that will inspire your team or your partner or your whoever or yourself to keep that confident mindset. Because it's really important. Like morale is important in anything. Morale is so important in any step towards a goal, whether it's business, whether it's uh, maybe a fitness goal, whether it's like anything you want to welcome in, like any change you might want to welcome in, morale is important. You don't want to wake up, get out of bed and be like, 
oh, I'm going to fail, oh, this is doomed, like this will totally like that will be your path. Like that, the, the energy around that goal will be feeling like doomed and like impossible, whereas we can shift it slightly. So what we're really talking about is an attitude choice, isn't it? Mm. It's like how are we deciding to think about the thing that we're doing? How are we decide? How are we deciding to do the thing that we're doing? And we've said this so many times. Like how we decide to do something is extremely important. It's just as important as doing the thing. Do we decide to do the work, take the action in a stressed out way, in a doom and gloom way? Because probably the outcome is going to be different when you take the action in a an optimistic way, in a confident way, in a I'm going to choose to actually believe this is going to work way. And I mean, even if the result is the same, like hypothetically, all right, I'm going to go step towards this goal. There's two options. I can step towards it feeling really stressed, quite negative mindset or positive and optimistic mindset. Let's pretend the result is the same. But in fact, the result is not the same because the journey itself was totally different. So how are you going to feel, you know, two years into your goal when you're like, yes, I achieved it and God, what an amazing journey. Like I found all this goal along the way. I met all these people. I had all these amazing experiences. Or if you took that kind of a stressed out mindset and like doom and gloom mindset, oh, that was the hardest thing. Like it was all worth it. But gee, like two years of my life or one year of my life, I was so stressed, burnt out. Uh, All these terrible things happened. Okay, on to the next thing. Like you don't even have a moment to like, because you're not practicing that kind of like optimistic mindset. Do you even feel optimistic when you reach the goal? Like this is, this is the whole thing. It's like, and this is why we talk about it all the time in our yoga teacher training and because it's a big part of yoga philosophy, uh, looking at the journey over the, the, the end goal, detaching to the end goal and realizing that it doesn't mean you're detaching to like, you know, striving and accomplishing that goal. It just means you're allowing this sense of detachment So then you can enjoy the journey more and enjoy when, okay, something doesn't go quite as according to plan. You don't need to be so stressed out. You don't need to feel like it's all doom and gloom. You can just be like, okay, all right, this is happening. Now what? Let's step forward. And let's just also remember that when we talk about the journey toward the goal, that what we're actually talking about is your life Mm. (laughs) because the journey makes up the life. So we all have these things that we would like to welcome in, like to achieve. How is the journey there? Because that's where the life happens. Like we get to the thing and it's a moment in time, just a moment, a blip. But the journey is the long part, the life part. So this is what we're talking about. How can we actually make that experience more enjoyable? And by enjoyable, we're not saying that everything's going to go right because it probably won't. We're not saying how can we make it easier because there's probably going to be obstacles like anything. But how we choose to see those things matters, how we choose to go about those things matters. And that's where we're bringing in this 
self-belief, this optimism, this confidence. And as Emma said, like, it's not about sticking our heads in the sand. It's not about looking at something and being like, they said to be confident. They said to be positive. Like, I've got no money and now I'm in the negative and like, my business is going to fail, but oh well. (laughs) It's not about having a mindset like that, about being uh, ignorant to the actual reality that's happening. It's about seeing reality and then deciding, okay, what am I going to do about this? And then once you kind of work out that first initial step, it's having that optimism, having that knowing, having that confidence that this action is going to help us move out of the current situation that maybe isn't so great, but believing that, you know, action after action will in fact help us move from that. Does that, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's like... I mean, when we look at this topic, I think sometimes we look at it as like, you know, you're a really negative person and you're a really positive person. But I think the goal is kind of to be somewhere in the middle or I know as Liz Gilbert describes it and you really like to color, it's like optimistic or realistically optimist, like a realist but an optimist. Realistically optimistic. There you go. That's what it was. I mean, because it's really hard sometimes to be optimistic, especially especially when, you know, so much stuff is going on in the world and then obviously, you know, in your circle, in your, in your personal life too, like it can be difficult to, to see the goodness and to see the possibility and the potentiality. It's hard to see the opportunities sometimes. But sometimes it's like, okay, if I – create that little spark of optimism, if I nurture that, then perhaps I will more likely see the opportunities. Like it's like which one comes first? Does the opportunity come first or does the the mindset come first? Do we need to like get our mindset right to then actually be able to see the opportunities and see the steps forward in the right direction? Yeah, and I think it's not even about seeing the opportunities. Sometimes it's like, do you take them? Mm. Because you might see them and then you just decide, well, I'm not even going to try kind of thing. And then I think also acceptance plays a role here, plays a role in this as well. You know, we have to accept our current situation in order to change, to make a change. Because this is the whole idea with sticking our heads in the sand. Like if we just decide to not see what's actually happening around us, that'll just keep happening. We'll just keep going the same direction that we're already going. So it's accepting the situation that we're in and then through the acceptance, that's where we're able to make a change and move forward. Yeah, I mean, and that that's quite an amazing like aha moment right there. And also I was thinking like when you were talking just then, I was really thinking about you know, just because everything is going right in someone's life doesn't mean they're enjoying it. Like so often it's how we experience it. Like that is the de- that's the definer of like that shows or that that gives you the happiness, right? Like you could be, I don't know, you could have everything you ever wanted. You could have the perfect partner, family, a great house, a great job or business or whatever, you have money coming in, you have the opportunity to book holidays and do all these things. But if you have a mindset that is like, you know, not 
able to see the great stuff, like, is your life even good? Like on paper, it's good. And to everyone else, it might seem really great. But if you yourself haven't got that ability to see it, it's like, what's the bloody point? I mean, and it's like, you know, you could have way less. You could be like in struggle town, literally like with work or whatever, like it's hard, but you have that like half glass full mindset and you have more fulfillment. You have a greater sense of, wow, my life is great. Even though on paper you have less. That is so true. And I think, so this is, you know, where all of our mindset tools kind of come into play and work together. It's the gratitude mindset. It's noticing what we already have instead of focusing on everything we lack. And if we focus again, so it's like, okay, here's where it all comes together. We have to be accepting of the current state that we're in. And if we want to make a change, great. Let's take a step forward. Let's create some momentum, some motivation for ourselves to make that change. But also while we're in that acceptance phase, let's look at everything we already have. Let's look at everything we've already created and achieved and be grateful for that. And then in the gratitude is also where we create that confidence, that abundance mindset where we're able to feel like, okay, well, let's step forward with this optimism because look what I've already done. Like I've already done so much. I've already achieved so much. I already have so much. In that mindset, it's like anything is achievable. And so that also breeds a confidence mindset too. So we've got to combine it all. Yeah, it all links together so perfectly, really. Uh, And I think the cool thing is, is that we have it all inside us. Like we get to decide if we can, Mm. you know, in those moments where we have to dig deep. And this is where it's an attitude. Like we get to choose how we see things. We get to choose how we get, how we respond. Our attitude towards life matters. And I think on that note is a perfect note to leave you with this idea that how we see things Our attitude towards life is important because it kind of dictates the next steps that we take. Hmm. Well, we'll see you soon, super soon on the Get Married Podcast. If you liked it, if you enjoyed the episode, if you got something from it, let us know. Send us a message on Instagram, on Facebook. We're always there. Otherwise, we'll see you soon. Next week with a brand new episode. Well, we actually won't see you. Oh. You might see us, (laughs) but we won't see you. Okay, bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.